In 2022, I made a resolution, a New Year's resolution, that I wanted to continue to educate myself. And to that end, I decided that I wanted to read at least three books per year. Two of those recent books that I've been reading, one of them is called Atheism Kills, The Dangers of a World Without God and Cause for Hope by Bada Glory. And the other one is titled The Devil's Delusion by David Berlinski. Both of these books, which I highly recommend, are great and have many things to say, but recently I've been pretty much thinking about society as a whole, about where we are, about how evilness continues to grow and spread in the world, and it got me thinking, and two of the quotes that I read in those books came to mind. Both of them had something to say. Both of them talk about a correlation between the absence of God and evilness in the world, and more specifically, evilness in us as individuals. Let's talk about this. In chapter two of his book, The Devil's Delusion, David Berlinski writes about the Nazi extermination squads and how these men will enter the villages force the locals to dig their own graves, execute them, and then bury the locals in the grave that they dug for themselves. He also writes about this long-bearded Jew man who stood up in front of his executioner, and before he was executed, he told him, God is watching what you are doing. Then the executioner proceeded to shoot him and bury him in the grave that he dug for himself. As I read this horrible story, That statement, God is watching what you're doing, really got me thinking. Because you see, when God is in the picture, there is a moral accountability component that is simply not present when God is not in it. There's a reason why crimes occur at night when there's less people around. There's a reason why crimes are committed usually in private. There's a reason why pornography and bad things on the internet are being watched at while in the privacy of people's rooms or on people's screens. When God is not in the picture, the mind is pretty much free to think that it can get away with anything. And in harmony with this statement, David Berlinski continues to write, and I quote, What Hitler did not believe, and what Stalin did not believe, and what Mao did not believe, and what the SS did not believe, and what the Gestapo did not believe, and what the NKVD did not believe, and what the commissars, functionaries, swaggering executioners, Nazi doctors, Communist Party theocritians, intellectuals, brown church, black church, Galderdes, and a thousand party hacks did not believe was that God was watching what they were doing. Many of these men that committed massive genocide and many others that Berliski doesn't necessarily mention were open atheists were people that openly rejected the ideal, the moral values, the moral standards of God. And because of this, and naturally being in positions of power, these men felt there was no one to be accountable to. They could do pretty much as they wanted, because in their minds they were convinced that no one but them themselves could hold them accountable to their actions. Bada Glory, in his book Atheism Kills, catches on this premise and writes the following. The ranks of the godless have swollen, and the devil has been smiling. He's known all along that to foment evil, he 
He need not create an equal and opposite force to goodness. He need not even tempt you with evil thoughts or sinister voices in your head. He need not tell you to worship him as some alternative god. No, all he will need to do is persuade everyone that God isn't important. After that, he can exploit your instinctive need to matter, your need for purpose. And once he's done that, you'll just give the devil your soul without any fight at all. Interesting quote, no? All the devil needs to do in this planet for evilness to spread is not to spread evilness, but to simply convince everyone that God is not important. Once this happens, evilness will just naturally grow. Friend, the world changed for the worse and at exponential rates after the French Revolution in the late 1700s. Embedded into the political reasons for the revolution was the fact that people were tired of the church oppression and wanted to move into an age of enlightenment, an age where the world was explained in terms of solely science and where God-based views were out of the picture. To be honest, I completely understand the people wanting to leave the church oppression as clearly the church wasn't living up to God's standards. But by rejecting the church and everything the church stood for, they also rejected God and the consequences of doing so are today more evident than ever. Atheism is growing, God is being increasingly rejected, and at the same time, we as a modern society seem to be evidently no longer able to make a distinction into what good and bad looks like. Nowadays, we seem to be unable to clearly identify what a man or a woman is. Children are now allowed to make lifelong and permanent decisions as to their identity and sex as early as 12 years old. Having respectful conversations and overall respect for others and for their opinions is kind of a thing of the past. Life and death are all the same. Murders, violence, mass shootings are as normal as eating breakfast and gun laws are actually a thing. Pornography and nudity are no longer in the adult-only restricted section. Now it has become the new fashion and entertainment trend. Modern music, if it can even be called that, openly advertises sex, drugs, violence, infidelity, and all without restrictions to listening audiences. Moral values are no longer being taught and enforced at home. Bullying, suicides, depression, and self-harm are on the rise and even affecting the little ones. Empathy, solidarity, and compassion seem to be now words only found in the dictionary. Money and fame have taken the top priority spot in people's lives, and screen time addiction is actually a thing. Health is a business, and marriage is lightly taken and made fun of. Vows and promises mean nothing anymore, and sex is just as casual as putting on a new pair of jeans. And commitment? Uh, what is that? Things that used to be bad are now good, and vice versa. The correlation is apparent. God goes out, moral decay comes in. Evidently, the consequences of rejecting and expelling God are simply terrible. They affect children, education, families, societies, and even governments. We as individuals and as a society need to return to God, search for Him, and prepare to live in a world where everything in it is designed to keep us occupied enough to the point where we don't have time for God, with the ultimate goal of, bit by bit, making God in our lives simply not important. Pray, 
study and ask God for guidance, He is coming and we will, in the coming future, be held accountable to our own actions. Are you prepared for His return? And that right there, my friend, is a real question. Thank you so much for joining me today. Take care. Have a great rest of your day. And until next one.